Hello, welcome to the Power of Positive podcast. It's your host, Nikki Johnson. This week, I am talking about what I eat and why. I get the question a lot being in the fitness, uh, health, wellness realm and being a don't like to use the word vegan, but when we say plant-based, that doesn't necessarily mean no animal products. So I guess vegan. So this week I'm letting you in on what I eat in a typical day, why I eat it, and also what I eat when I'm traveling or away from home. All right, before I get to what I actually eat in a day, I'm going to share why. I made the shift in what I was eating and what it has done for me. In 2017, for probably the, gosh, I don't know, fifth, sixth time, I did a three-week reset of slowly, a slow transition to cutting out animal products and using plant-based supplements to detox, to essentially just reset my body back to, I don't know what you'd call it, like the standard settings. Uh, If you think of like hard starting your, hard restarting your phone or swiping fresh your computer, that was sort of the thought with doing this reset. So three weeks, no processed foods, no artificial or added sugars of any kind, and plant-based supplements. And after the first few days, transitioning to a completely vegan meal plan. This was not my first time on this three-week journey, but it is a pivotal point in my life when I decided to change the way I was eating. Because in the past, when I'd done this three-week detox, if you will, cleanse, reset, those are the words cleanse, can be misleading. A lot of times people will think that means drinking nothing but juice for the entire cleanse or spending a lot of time in the bathroom. And that is not what this is at all. It's simply detoxing from the chemicals in our food, detoxing from the toxins in the air, the toxins we produce in our body by daily stress, daily life causing stress, causing toxins in our body. Anyway, I had done this three-week process in the past, and after that time, I slowly reintroduced animal products. I would eat, you know, eggs and cheese and um, chicken and ground turkey and all those things again after that three-week detox. Only this time in 2017, when it came time to reintroduce animal proteins, the things that I was eating prior to these three weeks, I simply didn't want them. They didn't appeal to me. I remember waking up that day that I had planned to have eggs that that night before I was excited to eat, looking forward to getting back to those eggs that I had basically every day prior to this. And I remember opening up the cabinet to get my little egg maker and putting it right back. I just thought to myself, I really don't want this. I also remember a few days previous to that, 
driving on the interstate seeing a billboard with a like cheeseburger, bacon cheeseburger. I don't know what it was. And I went, ooh, <laughs> I just didn't have a desire to eat it anymore. So I took that cue uh, and also the fact that I just was feeling really good. Mental clarity, no digestion issues, uh, sleeping really well, tons of energy, just feeling really good in my body. I didn't see a reason to reintroduce any of those animal proteins that I was eating before. So I say that to, I guess, preface what I'm going to share as far as I eat Because it's not that this style of eating is the best style of eating. It's not because I eat vegan, you should too. It's not because it's the best way. It's the best way for me. And I think that's really important. I don't want to share foods that I eat and say, this is the way everyone should eat. It's not what this is at all. But like I've said before many times, I like to share things that I would want to know about other people or things that I find really helpful because that is something I appreciate hearing from others. All right, let's get to it. What do I eat in a day? First and foremost, I drink water. Minimum 10 ounces of water, sometimes 12, all the way up until 24 ounces before I have anything else to eat or drink. I can go into so much detail about this. And in fact, I'm pretty sure I'll do an entire episode on drinking water when you wake up. But just note, it's super important. Before your coffee, before anything else, drink the water. After I drink water, um, during my morning routine, I have my pre-workout, I do my workout, and then afterwards, if it's been a heavy lifting day or I just feel like I just completely exhausted myself, I will have a recover drink, plant-based BCAAs. If it was a cardio where I completely wiped out, I will replenish with hydrate, um, clean electrolytes, no artificial flavors, colors, sugar, any of that. For breakfast, 90% of the time, I will have oatmeal with something, either a banana or um, strawberries, or I will have uh, apple with walnuts, Uh, usually a healthy carb with some fruits or healthy fats, kind of just depending. The other breakfast that I would have a lot of the time was um, roasted sweet potatoes, steamed kale, and peas. Being a vegan protein, getting some veggies in there, kale super nutrient dense, and then a clean carb. I was having that a couple years ago for basically two years and I really enjoyed it, but I just wanted to switch it up and I feel like oats is a really warm feeling in the morning. Uh, And when I don't have that, I will sometimes have some toast with peanut butter on it and then a side of like cantaloupe or fresh strawberries, something like that. I will also have eight to 12 ounces of black coffee. I rarely use creamer. When I do, it'll be an almond creamer that I get from Aldi. Uh, It has cane sugar in it, so there is some sugar in it, but not artificial. 
please, if you are going to use creamer, do not use sugar-free because that just means there's chemical junk in there, artificial sweetener to make it taste sweet. So I would much rather suggest that you get a creamer with cane sugar or stevia. I rarely have a mid-morning snack, but if I would, it would be um, ideally like carrots and peanut butter or which actually goes really well together, I'm telling you, or maybe just a piece of fruit. For lunch, I most often have a salad, like mixed greens with some sort of plant-based protein on top, whether that be black beans, pinto beans, lentils, uh, peas. Typically, that's what I have uh, for plant-based protein. Then I just add in whatever other veggies I have, cucumbers, carrots, tomatoes. I make a really simple uh, like olive oil and balsamic based dressing. And then for a carb, I honestly will sometimes do a carb, sometimes not at lunchtime. It just kind of depends. I will put on some brown rice if I'm having like pinto beans, kind of like a fajita bowl type of a thing. Or I will have quinoa and just either put it right on top of the salad or like a quinoa, cucumber, tomato type of fresh salad. That's typically my lunch. I will sometimes add in some fresh fruit, especially during the summer, maybe some grapes or cantaloupe. Now, that is a good day. My vice, really, at lunchtime is chips and salsa. I've really made a shift from labeling foods good and bad and really thinking of how does this food make me feel and chips and salsa are awesome and I love them and in the moment I can't stop eating them but afterwards the salt from the chips the overload of carbs makes me feel lethargic and bloated so I'm not saying I never eat chips and salsa, but I am saying I no longer eat them daily at lunch, which was a pattern of mine a few months ago. It's been maybe two months uh, since I was eating them daily, honestly, and I've had them maybe three times in that two-month period. So I'm very proud of that. I've shifted my mindset to not just what do I want to eat right now, but How is this going to make me feel after I eat it? And not a sense of regret or shame, but as in, how is this going to make me feel? Is this going to give me energy or is it going to spike and then crash or just in general not make me feel good? Around three o'clock each day, I have my super foods smoothie. Most of the time, it's a cafe mocha type. Sometimes it's chocolate. Most of the time, I put in some peanut butter or, or PB2. And a frozen banana really makes it creamy. This is basically my daily vitamins, the probiotics, prebiotics, digestive enzymes, adaptogens, all the superfoods that I'm not eating in the other meals of the day. This has been my daily routine for 10 years now, and I honestly look forward to it every day. It gives me 
energy without feeling crazy. It's not a caffeine spike. It's energy from actual food. And it also curbs my sweet tooth because that three o'clock-ish time of day is when I want to go to the pantry and just snack on candy bars or cookies or whatever. So we do keep some of those things in the house, mostly for my daughter, but it's not something I go and purchase. It's either a gift or we make cookies for a special occasion, something like that. I'm a big believer in not completely eliminating any food that you enjoy, but I also think it's not going to serve you to keep that food in your pantry that makes you feel like you can't stop thinking about it. That food that if you know is there, you know you're going to go eat it and not use smart portions. Something that maybe you just know that, you know, like that Lay's potato chip slogan, I bet you can't eat just one. If there is a food that you know you don't have self-control over, I think it's best to keep it out of the house until you feel empowered by your food choices and then you can test it. See if you can bring it back in and still keep control. I'm telling you, that was tortilla chips for me a while back. I had to just get them out of the house and not even be tempted by them. Then after a while, I felt empowered that I could make healthy choices on my own and I brought them back into the house. And now the family thanks me because they can enjoy them too, but they are in my cupboard. And like I said, I've had them twice in the last two months and I don't feel like I'm missing out. I can have them and I can control the amount that I have. And that is the best feeling. So if there is something that tempts you that you know you don't have self-control over, I recommend not buying it on a regular basis. Maybe a trial period of not having it in your house for a while, bring it back in, see if you can still keep your self-control in check with that food. And if so, then keep it and eat in moderation. If it's something that tempts you, if it's something that doesn't serve you, don't buy it on a regular basis. And also don't use your kids as an excuse to keep that food in the house. You are the parent. You are in control of what your child eats. Remember that and have that feeling of empowerment and responsibility versus feeling like you aren't allowing your kids to be kids Allow them to be kids and you be the parent and make the nutrition choices for them. Which brings us to what I call supper. Maybe you call it dinner. I don't know. Growing up on the farm, we had supper. Anyway, I typically will have some roasted or stir fry veggies and then some sort of vegan protein. Uh, could be tempeh. I've recently found a tofu recipe that I like, which typically... Tofu is not something that I will buy and prepare on my own. It's a very common vegan, vegetarian uh, food, but I just have never really cared for it much. So again, in the evening, it's always just some sort of veggies, typically cooked, either roasted, 
uh, sauteed or stir-fried-ish, and then some sort of vegan protein. I typically eat my carbs for breakfast and lunch, and in the evening, I don't think it makes sense to have a carb because it's going to sit really heavy on you uh, throughout the evening, and you don't need the extra energy that carbs give you. And then there's that evening snack attack, or maybe it's not a snack attack. Maybe it's just an evening habit. I think as a society in the evenings, we put the kids to bed or not, but we sit down on the couch in the evening and we feel like for whatever reason, we need a snack or we need a drink. And we use those things as sort of winding down for the day. I think that's a very common habit or practice. And that definitely used to be something I would do. But after reflecting on it, that choice really didn't serve me. Every night having pretzels or M&Ms or wine or all of that it didn't serve me. I did not wake up feeling my best the the next morning. And I most importantly had to look at why. Why did I choose to have the wine or the chips or whatever I had? Was it because I was actually hungry? Which is really, isn't that supposed to be the reason why we eat? Isn't that the whole purpose of food? I know there is definitely an emotional attachment to food, but when we make it a habit to emotionally eat, to fill a void or, or as a way to try to solve a problem or issue or feeling, is that really living our best? Not on a regular basis in my experience anyway, because while in the moment it feels good to eat the thing or drink the drink the next day, most often, I don't feel my best. That said, I absolutely do enjoy cocktails or wine in the evening occasionally, most often on a special occasion, a special event, which I know is sort of counterproductive in that we shouldn't use an event or a circumstance to be the reason that we eat or drink a certain thing. But I think the key there is habit, frequency, uh, how often are you doing that thing? I think it is okay on occasion, on a special occasion or celebration to celebrate with food and drink because it is such a cultural thing for us. I don't think we should completely remove ourselves from those traditions. So to wrap that up, I don't snack and drink nightly. I do on occasion have a drink or two and or snack when I am with family, friends, or on a special occasion. On a typical evening, I am dinner and done, a mantra I sometimes use. If I have the feeling of wanting something whether that be a taste or a crunch or just something to do with my hands. I will sometimes choose a LaCroix sparkling water. Honestly, I put a few drops of stevia in there because that makes it feel more of like a, I don't know, like a pop or like a 
like a adult beverage, having a little bit of sweetness in there just feels more like a treat. Another thing I will do is have herbal tea. Uh, Again, some flavor, the warm feeling just makes me feel cozy. Those things I am using in place of bored eating, not in place of actually eating because I'm hungry, but just something in place of eating food when I'm not actually hungry. Now that's what a day is like eating at home. But when I travel, obviously, there are a lot of elements and things out of my control. Number one, drinking a ton of water when I travel. Because for whatever reason, traveling makes me feel bloated. Whether that be because I'm eating out more and maybe there's more sodium or oil in when someone else is preparing the food. I'm not 100% sure what is in there. I used to think traveling was a great time to treat myself to a latte, but I found that that just only adds to the bloat and feeling kind of just less energy. So if I am going to get coffee while I'm out, I stick with black coffee. When I'm not eating breakfast at home, I will most often have my superfoods shake in the morning for breakfast because I think As a vegan, breakfast out is probably the hardest meal because most often breakfast is eggs or pancakes and sausage and bacon and none of those things work for me. Not saying they're bad, but again, they just don't work for me. Lunch is always going to be a salad, uh, not because I force myself to eat salads, but because I actually enjoy them. And salads are something pretty safe that you can eat ordering out. Uh, For the evening meal, most often is going to be veggies, a side of veggies sometimes. It could be another salad, just because sometimes it's hard to find options eating out that are vegan plant-based. Some restaurants are now offering plant-based proteins. I have seen plant-based burgers, black bean burgers, those type of things. And sometimes I will treat myself to that, but honestly, it doesn't always feel like a treat. Most of them have a bunch of added junk in them and most often high in sodium. And sodium really does not do well with me. So So that really is a sometimes thing. Depending on the reason for travel, whether that be going to a different city for the day or traveling and spending the night or two in a different place, I may, well, yeah, most often take my own food. Again, if it's prepared somewhere else, I don't know what exactly is in there. And also, I'm going to save myself money and time by bringing my own food. Now, I absolutely do eat out and I enjoy food and I enjoy eating at new places, but it's all situational. It just kind of depends on the reason for travel. It depends where I'm going and what's going to be available. If I'm on a road trip, I am 100% taking my own food because Who knows where I'll be on the road during mealtime and what's available at that time. I just don't want to chance it 
if I do happen to come across a restaurant that I want to eat at when I've already packed my food, I'll just go eat at that restaurant and save my food for another meal. No big deal. Well, there it is, what I eat and why. I hope this was helpful. I hope it has given you some value that maybe there was a piece that you can take away and implement in your own life to help you live a better life. Stay positive and stay healthy. Thanks for joining me today. I hope my sharing has helped you in some way. And if it has, let me know by connecting with me on social. You can find me on Instagram at I am Nikki J. That's the letters I M N I K K I J. Take a screenshot of this episode and share it to your stories to let others know this episode was helpful to you. And could you tag me also? I want to know which topics benefit you most. One more thing. Could you take a second to rate the podcast? It would mean so much. Your rating and comment will help people looking to connect with people like you and I find this podcast too. Thanks so much.